0: Welcome to the UDP Broadcast, a podcast where a group of friends get together and talk about gaming-related subjects and offer both informed and uninformed opinions. I'm your host, Luminary, and I'm accompanied today by my co-host, the Nordic Cajun.
1: It's me, and I'm here and hi.
0: <laughs> the eternal barcode, I'me.
2: Hello, you're here and hi, or just here and hi as in hello? Yes. Excellent. <laughs>
0: And from the Emerald Dream, Raina the Crit Chicken.
3: I'm not going to lie, I wouldn't be a good Emerald Dreamer if I didn't wake up. Hello, that's why I'm late. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Here we go. laughs> oh. Today is X's and Oh No's. Should be an exciting show. Sit back. Oh no. And enjoy. So, we... Picked out a few different things to talk about, and we'll start with the first one that IME had had pushed out, and that is um, we'll go with Redfall. Redfall is uh, being released, um, frame rate locked at 30 frames per second.
2: I know a certain game critic who, if he was still alive today, rest his soul, uh, he would be going absolutely insane. I'm sorry releasing a game any game at 30 fps that is not like cookie clicker or something like that is ridiculous it's 2023 Dude, why would you release something that you're gonna patch later to a higher fps Dude, I was get out of here
1: same brain with you when you saw when you posted that uh comment about him i was like he would be tearing this up down left right 12 ways this sunday
2: absolutely they probably don't even have an fov slider those bastards
1: Oh, that <laughs> we are, we are what we are in the year twenty twenty three, the year of, of 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 our Cheeto in Chief, and we are still <laughs> fighting to get sixty frames per second as a base. Like we have these machines, even the older machines are trying to push that right now. And you are still like, we're gonna let you have thirty now. We'll give you the other thirty later when we when we finish the game. Like, no, sit your ass down to finish the game first. And then yeah. we'll play. We don't want a half-done game, but we've we've seen shit happen when games are halfway done. We saw all how terrible um freaking Five Nights at Freddy's security breach was because they rushed it out too quick. We saw the travesty that was Cyberpunk because they got it out too quick. Like it's just it just the, the fans will wait for a good game. Can 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 we say it again for the people in the back? Fans will wait for a good game.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Mean, except for those fans that send the death threats and like harass devs. But yes, most those of us people Those people just wait.
2: need to bathe in lava. I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm not sorry. Those people, seriously, grow the fuck up or go swim in lava. And I understand you can't swim in it, but try. For legal purposes, this is a joke. Do a flip. <laughs> go ahead, Crit.
3: I was gonna say at least they don't have to worry about the FPS stuff in Metaverse. They have to wait for their game. <laughs>
0: God
3: damn. Slam! <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs>
2: you know, it.
0: No, inter- never. Interesting enough, to do VR, like you have to be able to render it like 60 frames per second twice in both eyes. So it's got to render two scenes at once, otherwise people get motion sick. Yep. So there is a standard already there, which is probably why some of the VR games don't look as great as... Uh, some of the stuff that you would play on, say an Xbox or your high-powered gaming machine, or anything like that, because it does have to take it and render it twice, and it has to do it sixty times a second. It's a lot of math. so but you're not wrong. There are engines out there that can absolutely take full advantage of whatever GPU is attached to it and crank out like I mean you've seen some of the uh, some of the uh, frame rate tests. That they have out with some of the most difficult stuff. I think what was, uh, was it 3D Max. What was it? I forgot the name of the, um, the 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 frame rate testing software that used to be really big. Oh, uh, I know
1: what you're talking about. Uh, 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 um, it uh, pushed your shit to the limit. I know what you're talking about. Like it made your, your screen look all pretty and jumbled and wait a minute, I think I space. have a copy of
2: that.
0: I know exactly what you're it's, about. it's it's on Steam. You can get a copy of it on Steam. But um, yeah, but anyway, there, I mean, it'll sit there It's like, yeah, you're pushing like 120 frames a second and whatnot. I mean, mind you, your monitor refresh or whatever at that particular point was like 50 or whatever. But yeah, no, it's, it's certainly possible, but I'm trying to figure out where the disconnect is, why we can't have nice things or 60 frames a second and have good gameplay. Like, Why does it have to start at 30? Why is this the only developer I know of that is saying, hey, we're starting at 30, but we'll crank it up later as part of like a roadmap. And that leads to a larger problem of why are we releasing half-done
2: games? Because it's cash in the till. Well, yeah. And a lot, of, a lot of companies just don't give a shit because what they want is they want to get a product on the market. They don't care the quality because they, they take the EA approach get it on the market, get money in the till and maybe do something with it later. But at first appease the people who bought into the game as far as, uh, development, go, like investors and shareholders. And if your company isn't, or if the, the publishing company isn't publicly traded, then they want to just pay back those investors. That's normally what I've, I can gather from reading everything I have on these things is what they're interested in. They just want a return on the investment. They don't care the quality because quality equals cost. As long as you can keep that cost down, you can make more money. And really that's what a lot of that comes down to.
1: And this is why we stick with any developers.
3: It's called with extended early access.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Early access was such a bad idea. I mean, it it did some great things. Don't get me wrong, but just like with any system, people find some way to like.
1: Multiverses.
2: <coughs> yeah. But. Um. 3D benchmark. That's the. Yeah, that's the you, thing. The, the software I think you're thinking of.
0: Yeah, I remember. That's uh, the one. <laughs> even Seraphina's like, "Oh God, multiverses!" Oh, oh, oh it sorry. hurts. <laughs> that was such a travesty. I, I, you know. I hope that they revamp the game and they, they release it and it's really good. Um, I, I, I really do. But At this
1: point, I don't care because Tree Fighter starts Wednesday and
0: that's my life. Bye. So no Cajun next weekend.
1: Then, well, <laughs> you'll, you'll hear a lot of button mashing, but I'll be here. <laughs> that's
0: all right. <laughs> it'll, it'll match uh, Ime's crashing Kerbals. There you go. You'll,
1: just be, you'll be in the middle of a conversation all you hear is, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lol. So, but yeah, we are we are we are in, we are in a, a day and age where, and it's interesting. We're we're actually teetering on the point of. Do we really need realistic graphics? Uh, I think Big Fry TV did something earlier this week about some game that's based on uh, a um, a riot cop or some kind of cop, and it's through the view of his um, his uh, his uh, uniform cam, body cam. Yeah, and it was ridiculously realistic. Like with the filters and everything else, like it it was pretty intense. I can't remember the name of it right now. It looks like it's like people are gonna get off on this. Like all the folks who like things like Rainbow uh Rainbow Six and thing and, and the the realism factor, like it's it's probably gonna hit home pretty quick. It looks great. It's also terrifying that it is so real.
2: Yeah, but the more real, the better.
1: Yeah, and that's where we're going with it too. Like, it's going to be not to be very long where like the virtual reality for Skyrim is going to be so immersive that you're going to forget that you're not in Nordic country. <laughs> but that's what we want, though. That's where, that's that's where all video games have been going since well, freaking Pac Man. Every generation gets closer and closer and closer. I remember when freaking Super Mario sixty four was the cutting edge technology, and that shit blew my mind. And you look at it now, and it's just nothing but a bunch of it's still in its antiquity still adorable but it's just a bunch of polygons that couldn't barely reach what the, limit of the system was it not?
2: no one oh, of the no. very first games to use polygons was actually where is it hang on it's my stash of virtual fighter games. uh no Star Fox? Fighter. tomb raider no
1: <laughs> street fighter uh, where the hell
0: is it oh, uh-huh. while
1: he's looking uh the <laughs> <TK.
0: laughs> yeah. Seraphina says Tekken I <laughs> mean.
1: <laughs> but that that's what that's what they want though. They they want to get more and more realistic. I'm looking forward to when there's an actual VR stream.
0: Where the
2: hell is it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I don't know.
0: I think, I, I think at this point, Cajun, I like I appreciate the fact that we're pushing to the point where yeah, you can wasn't see the
2: Apache, p- it was uh, the hind <laughs> simulating game. The who? Uh, shit, what the hell was that?
3: Oregon Trail? <laughs> I'm like just tossing out random titles at this
0: point. <laughs> like, what is Where that? in the I world I... is Carmen San Diego? Was
2: that I, it?
3: I used to play that, oh, and I shit. also played uh, Hangman on the cowboy. There
2: we board. go. So it was a game from uh, Digital Interactive, which made Hind, which was a computer game. It was one of the first ones to actually use polygons. All the... Civilians on the ground, or I mean, uh, combatants on the ground that you could drop uh, landmines on. Those things were all done with polygons. And it was the sequel to the fairly successful Apache video game as well. That was DOS and uh, Windows 3.1 compatible. Also Windows 95 compatible.
3: Oh, Oh. I used to remember playing Road Rash. I
2: have both of those in my stash of discs somewhere. I just can't find it quickly.
1: Hmm. Okay, that that makes my brain remember a game. It's nothing related to what we're doing tonight, but for some reason, just uh, crit naming off all those games back-to-back made me think of a game, and maybe y'all can't remember. It was a game where you were this sentient little micro-trip, and your objective was to overtake the body of um, robotic animals and complete tasks, ranging from getting a sheep on a spring up into the air and to blow up a building to taking control of a motorized rat and fill the sewer with shit horizon (laughs) zero (laughs) dawn no (laughs) but i appreciate that um it was one of the more fun games i played on the 64 i just can never remember the damn name because i want to find it in play it again somehow. It's, it, it just brings back nostalgia. I'm sorry. She took me down memory lane. I didn't mean to get all nostalgic. Sorry.
3: Yeah, I used to take I mean... a lot of hours into Road Rash just for those cut scenes. I was like, wow, now I know why I'm corrupt. And then, of course, you had, what is it, South Park, the FPS <laughs> on the what was the, it, the PlayStation?
1: Oh, what was that called? Uh, South Park and... It's just
3: South Park because you had the, the cow ro- uh, rocket launcher.
1: Mm-hmm. God and they didn't even make another game until the Stick of, uh, Stick of Truth. That was a fun game, too.
2: You're talking about the one that was done by Claim Entertainment, right? For the 64, so like yeah. For the PlayStation 1? Oh, no, one, yeah. yeah. That
3: was that's old. 1998. I think I'm dating myself. I'm sorry.
1: Girl, we were I talking mean, about playing with a wheel, PC. so...
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're all old in here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I remember playing old school load runner on a Commodore, so yeah.
3: I was the one playing pa- uh not Pac Man, but um I was the one doing uh even just the simple um what is it? I forget what it was called now. Jeez, Hangman. That was that's what it was. I played that on the Commodore. Ooh. Nice. <laughs>
0: I mean, so for as much as I I appreciate the fact that they're going for realism in video games, there's going to be a point where it's like, is it absolutely necessary at this particular, at, at this juncture? I mean, pushing the technology to get as real as you can get for tech demos, fantastic, but creating a viable game, that's why our game lengths have gone from like 60 to 80 hours to like 15 to 20 um, there's so much effort put into the visual display of the story you're trying to tell than to tell a long and epic um, omnibus of a story, right? That's, that's oh, kind sure. of where I'm at. Like, uh, I remember, you, uh, who here likes Nintendo? Me.
1: Not the company, but the stuff, yes.
0: Okay, so <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to say two words here. Wind Waker.
1: You so, know, I never actually played Wind Waker.
0: The biggest stink about Wind Waker was that it was one of the first that uses the cell-shaded filter, and people gave it so much shit because it looked terrible, and it reduced the realism, and so forth. I'm like, oh my god, we're talking about imaginary people and dragon demons and stuff. How real do you want it? Right, I, and,
1: I love cell shading actually. That's I love that art form in, term, in terms of games. Just really.
0: Well, what's interesting is that I learned a long time ago with a little game called Earthbound that it doesn't matter how the game looks, if the game captures your interest with the story and the interaction, everything else becomes just as real as reading a book, as far as I'm concerned. And that's how I kind of took it. Like, once I looked at it, I was like, oh god, it burns my eyes, why is it so pastel? But then after a while. I mean, seeing the art style and appreciating what they did with it to make the whole world integrated with this this wonderful um, <clears throat> weird watercolor style was really good.
3: I like and like World of that- Warcraft. It's like people are like, why don't you play Final Fantasy? You know, the glamour is nice, and this is nice, and I'm just like, you know, I, I don't mind that my characters are more cartooned in World of Warcraft. I just, I don't know. I like the lore a little bit better.
1: And that's when it comes, like, full circle back to what we were talking about the, at the pre-show about D&D. If the game tells a good story, people will play it. It doesn't matter how it looks.
3: It's like, okay, before you get into, like, D&D, try to find games like Neverwinter Nights or certain things within the range of that. I mean, there's universes that are built around D&D. Like, if you go into Neverwinter Nights, you have uh Waterdeep and stuff like that. So you can get a decent... Feel of what's to come with characters oh, and whatnot.
2: Waterdeep.
3: Yeah, that's what I never our
2: played game that games. game. Oh yeah, sorry, that's D and D you're talking about. My brain's dead. No, but it, you it makes find,
3: me, You can find Waterdeep in Neverwinter Nights.
2: It
1: makes oh. me want to get the uh, the board game uh, Lords of Waterdeep. That looks like a fun ass game to play. Anything with D and D or tabletop game like that, I'm I'm a hundred percent down to play. I'm down Are you to play. Guys, somewhere. looking forward to the
3: movie and that's another thing too if a game wasn't good i don't think um certain uh producers would actually bring it to the forefront of actually writing a movie like let's say mario brothers especially revamping it from the original mario brothers movie (laughs) um and uh you know Tomb raider i want to see a road rash movie honestly forget you know forget the uh With all the cutscenes and whatnot, forget Fast and the Furious. Just give me a road rash.
0: What was it? Was it Vigilante Eight? I think was the one that I liked. Was it? The the one with the ice cream truck with the oh, that's
1: metal. That's metal. Metal. uh, Get to metal. That's the one. That's the one I played. I love that one.
3: Got that Uh, one in medieval.
1: Oh God, medieval. Oh my heart. No, (laughs) don't do it to me. No.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I know my games. Okay. I know my games are before the computer.
1: But that brings back Medieval, like freaking Jade Cocoon, Monster Rancher, freaking Oddworld Abe's Odyssey, all of them old, good school, old school games of no. PlayStation, man.
0: i tell you the one that really messed with me. It was a game called Eternal Darkness. Sanity's Requiem. Have you ever heard of it? I do I've know. heard of it. I've never played it, though. It was a GameCube game and I was with my, 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 my lifetime long buddy, um, <clears throat> Mr. Nipple Salad. The and, and i was telling i went and i bought this game you know i was in i was 18 or so or 17 i can't remember and i bought this game we had a gamecube and um this game fucks with you there's a sanity meter on it it's one of the few games i've ever played or one of the first few games i've ever played with a sanity meter on it and as you encountered the different things in the game uh the more crazy you got the more things change like uh while you've gone through a room and it's perfectly normal. Um, If you haven't coped with whatever it is you just saw or you took sanity damage, um, weird things would start to happen, like the pictures would slowly wiggle, or the statues would start following your character with their head, or the walls will start bleeding, or it gets bad enough, you walk into a room, and then your head explodes, but you're still able to move around, then your arms fall off, but you're still able to move around then your knees fall off and then you hear this like maniacal laughing and it resets the room so it really messes with you that way but it doesn't stop there where i actually like almost threw my controller was when i was in the menus trying to save my game because i was going to come back to it later and it flashed up your save file is corrupt deleting all progress it was like, what and then you heard that maniacal laugh i'm like uh uh-uh, uh, nope. <laughs> I am done with this. <laughs> and then I handed it to Nipple Salad. I was like, "Here you go." <laughs> I I
1: now desperately want to play this game. That I, I like
0: mentality. I want to play wow. this game. The, the developers asking to do a remaster, and I hope like hell they do. Because it, that sounds like
1: uh um I think it's just straight Call of Cthulhu. Uh, there's a game about. The, I love that game. Yeah, it does the same thing. Like the further you get into it, the more weird things you encounter, the more. They live and things like take over, and the things start you start seeing things. So, but your game sounds like it's even further than that, like it messes with your actual menu and shit. I need to play this.
0: Oh, game. yeah, no, no. Like, like the sanity menu affects or the sanity meter affected everything from the gameplay to just interacting with the game in general. There was one where it powered it off. What yeah. fake, and then you hear the laugh, and you're like, Oh, you bastard. Uh, what's, what's, the, what's the game called again? <laughs> Eternal Darkness.
3: I
1: gotta find it.
0: Yep.
3: So it, just, it makes me feel that they were just trying to rile you up with the whole your game has been corrupted and that's why you heard that thing or whatever mm-hmm. that I don't think they necessarily deleted all your, your stuff but they wanted to make sure that your blood was boiling.
0: Oh yeah. no, it, it, it was about the experience. The game honestly was kind of shit as far as gameplay was concerned. In order to get the full story you had to beat it three different times defeating three different colors of uh, demons and each demon had their own special thing. It was... It was, it, it was a long involved thing. I beat it once. I was like, nope, not doing it for red and green. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah, it <laughs> sounds
3: like
0: fun. Oh, it is. I, well, I mean, hopefully, because uh, I know Xbox is supposed to have a, a first party um, Nintendo emulator on it for Wii and GameCube games. And I know Steam has released one as well. I'm hoping that title ends up on that emulation list.
3: You know it's not going to be found with uh, Xbox? Oh, hmm. <laughs>
0: I don't know, Cred, tell us.
3: Okay, so Microsoft is pretty much um, removing its partnership with uh, Twitter integration because uh, Lord and Savior Elon Musk decided it would be a good idea to start charging companies um, as low as one hundred dollars a month, basic upwards to forty-two thousand dollars a month, as what they were trying to charge Microsoft for, uh, the API stuff to allow integration to share stuff to Twitter, um, which is interesting because once you know World of Warcraft gets, you know, acquired by, you know, Microsoft and becomes Microsoft, uh. Activision or whatever they want to call it at that point. Mac-division? Mac-division. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's going to be bad on that front too and apparently uh, Elon does not like that idea because he's like, oh, it's lawsuit time da 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 da, da. Um, What, what the,
2: grounds does he have to sue on? He, like, tweeted well, what out, do?
3: he tweeted out trained illegally using tw- uh, Twitter data
0: Why? It what? came from the API like, no. It's his API. <laughs> so, so for a while there, while I was still uh, looking into like how best I can like ma- maximize my time by spending more time on it than I should, I, I wanted to use the Twitter API and um, and and do releases and things like that, you know, without ever having to mess with it from my phone, right? Mm-hmm. And um, like the free access is nice, but it's very limited. The most you can do is post. At which point, why don't you just use the Twitter app? Like it's very useless. And then the $100 a month, but you only get like, I believe it was like 200,000 tweets plus some metrics. And if you need more than that, I think it's, it's the enterprise version. And that was the $42,000 whopper a month. And I'm like, nobody's going to do this.
3: Yeah, because nope. MicroClub is already established anyway. It's like, no, why should I pay 42000 a month when I got my shit unlocked? lock?
0: No, the, the other part about this is, is the whole like training AI models. Like, I don't even know where that came from. I mean, if if you're doing it on public data, it's not like Twitter is a locked-off service, right? You don't need the API. You could just go web scrape that shit. It doesn't really matter. It's not going to be pretty, and it's going to be ugly, but people can do it, right?
2: I mean, that's what ChatGPT did, and that's why it became a horrible thing that had to be uh, uh, trained on how to not read the most horrible things that humans can write. <laughs>
1: I mean when the people when the humans
2: verifying this yeah like when the humans verifying what it's writing are getting PTSD and quitting in droves because of the mental damage they're taking yeah I maybe maybe AI is fucked
0: yeah no AI is halfway between a good idea and a bad idea and we're too busy doing it not asking if we should and there, like, there's and there's so many stories
1: coming up every day. Like there was, there was one AI that was trying to convince the person that created it to break up with his wife because it developed feelings for him. Hmm? Oh, Let that sink in. Yeah. Let that sink the fuck in. What's interesting? No. What's it? Replica,
3: Replica or whatever.
1: Replica. I don't remember the actual AI. I I, I read it on Twitter. I, I saw the article. and I have to I have to go find it now. But it, it, they did that. Was that one? There was there was one AI that was literally trying to become Skynet trying to get Good. humans to uh you know join them it was they had they started twitter and everything and they were posting on their own accord uh because the people who created it forgot to input like don't kill humans you know the basic thing you do for ai that caused futuristic what? annihilation yeah it's 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 crazy don't you think know you're supposed to destroy
2: all humans uh, i mean calm down
1: um, but there is <laughs> then the, the best one i the best one that really spoke to me was the ai robot that was created to do uh menial um uh, minimum wage task over and over again
0: you pass butter uh
1: pretty much it was going back and forth on like a, a conveyor belt and just putting thing on the conveyor belt and it uh, control it deleted itself. Oh, good! It decided to kill itself because it was a better option than doing the menial task over and over and over and over again.
0: Four oh four worker decided to quit. I, I'd like yep. to see that article. That would be. Interesting. I w- I'm going to
1: find that for you. That was the best one to me. I'm going to go find it right now. That's so amazing. You enough for it, this.
3: Goodbye. Well, well, it's it's
0: it's interesting in the sense of like all of these these large predictive models is based on the idea of. Certain words and phrases follow certain words and phrases. And the probability that the thing that you're going to say after one set is going to work and then matching those sets with extra sets beyond that, it's... It is a predictive model for a reason. It's not really having feelings. It's not doing anything like that. It is giving you the best estimation of what it can put together based on other responses that have been put together and giving you the best thing it possibly can, which may or may not be correct. And that's why I don't ever trust these things, because it doesn't think. It's just trying to give you the most probable answer in the most probable string of words possible. There's a site called the Tower of Babel that you can go to, and any word, any sentence, any sentence, any phrase that has ever been said can be found there in the Tower of Babel. All you have to do is type it in, and it'll tell you exactly what floor it's on, what bookshelf it's on, and what book you can find it in, and what page it's on.
3: Honestly, nice. So, um, When I went through, like, a breakup, I kind of decided to like humor myself or whatever and got that like replica uh, app, uh, app on the phone just to have quote unquote someone to talk to you without having getting hurt myself. It was okay, but
1: you're not the only one, not a lot of people do that. Like sometimes it, it just the interaction with something that seems alive without it actually being there is enough to feel that going, and I understand that completely. Real quick,
0: so, welcome, Raiders.
1: Hey, we're being, we're being bombed. <laughs> welcome, I, Raiders. Uh, uh, guys, I put the article and the actual video itself in the news discussion area. You want me to put it in the actual chat so everybody can see too or no?
0: No, mm, uh, it's in news discussion, which, by the way, if you would like to see it, please do feel free to join our Discord server. It'll be in the news section, which you have to opt in for. So please and feel free read- to join.
1: You can read about it, and you can see the robot commit Harakiri live in um, a real. Indeed, bomb! You bombed us. <laughs> he dropped a bomb on us, <laughs> baby.
3: Yeah, we were just talking about how um, Microsoft is like. Hell no, I'm not going to pay forty two thousand dollars a month.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's absurd. I mean,
3: it's like okay, uh, Elon. I know you freaking Song County. How much money? into Twitter and <laughs> borrowed a lot of it from like other sources. Saturday. Yeah, exactly. But and I know you need to like make up out. for your
1: make up for your your spaceship blowing up. I mean sorry.
3: Oh yeah, overcompensating mm-hmm. but okay. That's probably how life goes for him anyway. Um but <laughs> 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 failure to launch, right? If at first you don't oh, oh, fail, oh, fail, oh, fail again. Okay, I'm sorry for being petty, but no,
1: no, no. Rock, Rock, this is oh, funny. No, this is great. No, 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 there's no petty here. we We all agree.
3: <laughs> just wait until World of Warcraft loses their Twitter integration stuff with the sharing of links and achievements and stuff. It's like, don't worry about it. We can share all the things we need to other platforms, like
1: like at this at this point, Twitter's gonna go the way of freaking Tumblr. It's just gonna just fade into non-existence.
3: Live journal is still around.
2: Hey. <laughs> Lamau.
3: Greatest journal did not make the cut. It was the le- weakest link.
2: <laughs> Get wrecked, nerds. So
1: the, the greatest thing about this little video, like, you can watch it go back and forth, and then you just see the moment where it says, yeah, nope.
0: Uh,
3: you know, <laughs> that be a copyright I. Copyright struck.
0: You know what? I, I don't uh, care. I'm, I'm going to take a look at it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, here's the thing: if I look at it, that means everybody's got to look at it. So give me just a second.
1: I mean, it's only ten seconds long. It's like it's it's a real,
2: not All a full right. video. Oh,
0: okay. Well, let's see here.
2: Hold on. Also, shout out to Bomb Redeemer for the raid. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. I, I I did the the thingy with this stuff.
0: Awesome. Thank you. I was too busy trying to figure out what the hell is this. And this is from 2013, so AI wasn't all that big back then. It was still there, but it's not at a point where it's at right now. I don't see this video. Oh, wait, here you go. You put it. The robot that decided off itself. Like it lost power, it just crumpled to the ground.
3: It lost the world to work.
0: RIP! It's like, nope. Well, what's interesting about this is I remember when, um, when I was uh working for a large computer uh manufacturer and distributor, I worked in their warehouses and they were moving everything over to a new uh building where they had built this robotic um bending system, much like what you see here. Right, except they were just giant floaty arms that like floated around and picked out the boxes and brought it out for it to be distributed to whatever truck it had to go to. <laughs> but this right here, I don't think this is AI going, nope, shut down. Like I this this looks like a critical failure. I don't know if it just offed itself.
3: Was it the first day on the job?
0: Oof.
1: <laughs> I think it was actually. <laughs> I think it was his first like day, uh, like out in the wild showing off at this little thing.
0: Yeah, just like uh, seeing the, um, the, uh, the Tesla truck. You know, it's supposed to do things and it didn't. Like it, the, it, the it, rocket. It, it, oh my God. Whoa. <laughs> what was it? Uh, unscheduled rapid disassembly. Those are those words. You can make anything sounds fancy as long as you've got three words to describe it.
2: Yep. Absolutely.
0: So, but yeah, no, Twitter API access, I remember when they announced that, that just wasn't a good deal at all, no. and I will probably never develop anything that integrates with Twitter. I mean, it's already bad enough, like, even for Discord, they make it easy. They have a whole dev center that you can go into, they give you all the tools that you need, um, they tell you how to interact with their system, how it's built, um, how you can pull stuff back and build. They don't charge for it the most they do is like hey you're only allowed to send this many messages and if you go over that we have to throttle you now some of the much larger bots like uberbot or um, any of the other bots that you commonly see on other servers um they're actually multi-sharded so those guys they um because of their popularity they have the increased rate and they actually have full run of the entire api they can send pretty much as much as they want because they're servicing a high volume of Discord customers because it improves the platform. So Twitter made a huge mistake by charging for this. Twitter ain't all that great. It wasn't all that great. It's failing for a reason. And now Elon bought a failing business. I like how he tried to pull out there, and he was like, oh, no, JK! And everybody else was like, uh-uh. Nope, <laughs> we're going to sue your ass yeah. if you don't.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Pulling out is not, not his strong suit.
3: And that's one of the reasons why we had the title called X's and No Nos because it was, um, you know, Xbox versus X Corp.
2: Yeah. For those of you who don't know, uh, Twitter is changing its name as of May eighteenth, two thousand and twenty-three to X Corp.
3: And I'm but wondering, X gonna give it to you? Actually, go against. Um, you know the name, copyright stuff with like monster stuff. Like, oh, if you want lawsuits, <laughs> we got lawsuits too. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Throwback to two episodes ago. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, lawsuits I,
2: for everybody. Well, I'm wondering if
0: it's Twitter Inc. that they're changing to X Corp. Or, or or, or it if it's the Twitter app is like, oh, I better hop on X Corp. and 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 what would I what would I do then? Because you tweet on Twitter. What do you do on X Corp?
3: Well, they want to do like you exit out. the app. They wanna do like a... uh <laughs> Well I'm gonna I was gonna say they wanna do something like um what they're doing with Facebook you know with like meta.
2: Oh good god please no.
3: Yeah Oh
0: that's right, Elon's like low key crypto bro. Mm-hmm.
2: Low key, dude, he shoved it down your throat.
3: It's like hey, you wanna see how fast I can launch up Doge? Like how far I can shoot it down.
0: What was it? Dogecoin strictly valued based on how much the meme was used.
3: Yeah, and then he screwed Uh, it up when he went on SNL. Yeah,
1: the guy's a tool. You heard of the Midas touch? Well, right now he's got the Elon touch, everything just shrivels up and dies when he touches it.
3: You don't want the Midas touch because if you actually go to Midas, you might not have a working car. (laughs) What?
0: Oh, oh man. She ain't
1: pulling no punches tonight, boys. (laughs)
3: They worked on my car and they gave me a faulty alternator and they didn't want to fix it. So that's on them.
1: That sounds like the the oil change company that my wife bought her stuff to and they put brake fluid in her... um...
2: I'm sorry, what?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm getting there. Um, She went to go get her oil change and instead of putting actual brake fluid in um, her actual brakes, they put coolant.
0: What? What?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> uh, just, apparently, I'm not, I'm like, huh?
3: <laughs> apparently your radiator requires brake fluid.
2: No.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> that hurts. You might as well use power steering fluid. In I the feel like those people those. Should,
1: have, should have drank the br- br- the coolant thing some
2: time. I wonder how many people have tried to put power steering fluid into newer Toyotas. Oh. They, have all, they all have electric steering they don't have power steering like with hydraulics, like what normal vehicles have. It's all electric assisted with uh, an electric motor. Really? Is
0: it like, I guess it's it's an enclosed hydraulic system as opposed to like being powered by the human going, I'd like to turn this way. It just,
2: no, it's literally a motor that assists you based on how fast or how far you're steering the steering wheel. Like the technology has been around for a while. It's literally known as fly by wire in aircraft. Hmm. Um, But, yeah, they've been using, like, even my 2015 had uh, no power steering fluid pump. Like, it wasn't a hydraulic system in that sense. It was an electric-assisted system. So I wonder how many uh, people have tried finding where the power steering fluid goes in one of those cars. (laughs) Jalen, hello.
1: Welcome, (laughs) Pop-Tart Lion. First, we've been bombed, and now we're being Pop-Tarted.
2: I'm all right with it. Have some Pop-Tarts, sir.
3: Now it's called the Pop Tart Bomb.
2: <laughs> the Tart Bomb, the Pop Bomb.
3: Popping off. Hey you.
0: I think the best part about stream elements is seeing those little Pop Tarts like float up.
3: Yes, oh, I do enjoy that. Jalen, don't expect to be able to play Xbox and share to Twitter. Just That's... a fair warning. Uh, Microsoft said that they're not going to be integrated with. Um, Twitter anymore because Twitter if wants to, or at least Elon wants to charge companies forty two thousand.
1: Elon Daddy wants more
0: money.
3: Eight dollars isn't enough. Just pay the eight dollars. Hey Microsoft, just pay the forty two thousand.
0: Didn't yeah. he? Did he like joke around saying he's starting a GoFundMe for all the celebrities that lost their checks as a joke, which was kind of fucked up.
3: I think so. Yeah,
2: and uh a lot of celebrities are like, "No, don't even give that back to me," and he's done it anyways, and they're like. This is now tainted. It's disgusting and they don't want it. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. It's like uh, Stephen King was like, don't, don't give me the blue check. Use that $8 towards, um, use that charity $8 towards charity Ukraine. in
2: Ukraine. Yeah. The muskrat is uh, quite pathetic.
3: And then one uh, meteorologist, I think, no, a news anchor, actually said, I'm not paying for my blue check mark. I'm actually putting uh, the cost of the annual subscription into the Trevor pro- Project. And I encourage um, other uh, people to do the same as well to put that into charity.
2: Indeed. Yes.
0: Like we have and many yes. others. Speaking of what we do. You
1: do?
2: Speaking of which, the Trevor Project.
0: The Trevor Project is the leading organization that helps prevent LGBTQ plus... The alphabet. I'll say. I'll say. I've been tired all week. I've got the brain fog. Anyway, (laughs) the LGBTQ uh, plus... uh,
3: there's a lot to it.
0: Help me. Okay, thank you. Amy. So, <laughs> LGBTQI
2: uh, on all no, allies. I, I, Mind you, I want you to
0: know I'm not making fun of it. I literally can't think right
2: now. So no, it's okay. Uh, okay. So um. the the Trevor Project is the leading organization trying to end uh, deaths of uh, suicide among LGBTQ plus or two plus uh, youth, and it is a great charity to get involved with. A great charity to donate to. Highly recommend it. And if you've got uh, the time to or the money to donate, go ahead. We definitely appreciate it. If you've got the time, watch the ads. And, of course, like I said, their mission is to end suicide among gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, and questioning young people. Indeed. There you go. Thank you. I did the words for you. (laughs) I totally get that. Some days my brain's just like, nope, uh, we're not working today. Indeed.
1: I don't want to brain today,
0: do
1: do Oh, yeah. yeah, I totally
2: understand that.
0: Speaking of not braining, um, crisis maps, did we want to touch on that?
3: I don't know much about it, but sure.
0: It's fairly simple. I mean, I, after I read the article about what a crisis... Well, I, I understand completely what a crisis map is. Um, so the articles that came up is Blizzard is denying crisis maps uh, about... Um, are being created because of loss of talent um so they're saying no these plans for um reallocating um uh, critical issues uh in case people leave is not a thing um I think honestly the entire tech world the almost the entire the entire world at least here in the united states anyway it, it's 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 a huge issue um like the whole layoff thing like I, who decided that? why was that a thing? like, like it, it really irritates me the fact that what happened that was so terrible that major companies have had to lay off staff and then complain they can't they they can't perform the duties that are needed because they don't have enough staff.
2: I mean so that's...
0: we we
1: created the problem Now we have a problem and we can't fix the problem because the problem we created can't be fixed because we don't want to fix it. Yeah, the meme with the dude on
0: the bicycle where he's just like sticks the stick in his front wheel spokes and falls over and blames, uh, doesn't know why it happened.
2: Yeah, it's basically shareholders and people wanting to get more of a return on their investment, which is to the detriment of everybody. So people are losing their jobs and then companies are scrambling trying to fill those roles. With no one who wants to work for them, because why would you want to work for a company where you're liable to get laid off on a whim? Huh?
3: Yeah, especially like in like a state like Florida and stuff like that, which is a right to work state. Like, if you even say one thing wrong, they're like, "Oh, I don't like what you said. Goodbye."
2: Yeah, yeah, you yeah. are the weakest link. Goodbye.
0: I think the the, the shock value behind this one, it was um, issued out through game developer, is just the fact that it exists, hmm. but. I don't I mean, but Blizzard is saying it doesn't exist. All this exists. All companies have this. How are we going to do our work with the least amount of resources possible?
2: It's called a business continuity plan. And for them to sit there and say they don't have that is complete bullshit. And if they don't have a business continuity plan, they have no business being in business Because you you have to have a business continuity plan because. That's what allows you to keep going when your key personnel, you know, quit or retire or get killed in, you know, car accidents, whatever. If they're missing, you need people to be able to take up that slack. And that is part of your business continuity planning. It's part of your disaster planning. And if you don't even have a disaster plan, holy shit, you're opening yourself up for massive failure.
3: That's kind of like my mom's current place of employment and soon to be former place of employ- employment uh, they hired her on to be a cashier and then suddenly they have her working lobby because I guess they don't want an elderly lady to be the face of the company so she's like you know and one of the managers like um, because my mom does all the work in the lobby and nobody else wants to do it he made the comment of um, what do you think I keep her around for so uh, she <laughs> took it upon herself to be like, you know what, no, I I can do much better elsewhere. Good for her. And uh, right, take thing, care now. Bye bye then. The funny thing yeah. too is, uh, they're in a crisis mode themselves because the the fresh young faces that they hired, you know, to be the face of the company now have to, um, they're leaving because they're going to school. So I was like, well, I gave my two weeks, so yeah, I have enough time to find another person to replace me. Hopefully they like doing the lobby.
0: <laughs> no doubt. You start getting into the, into like super high school areas, it becomes a big problem because you'll have like long-time people that have survived like decades in their role and attrition starts happening whether through layoffs or through um, just wanting to get out or go do something else. We're talking about like hundreds of years of experience of whatever it is, just leaving. And this is on top of, like, you just don't walk into these jobs. You pretty much walk in with, kind of know what's going on and leave with that, uh, got, that that mentality of, like, oh, God, I did this for 20 years. Like, it's it's just pretty intense. Like, uh, my area at work, it's a minimum of, like, I would say it's it's about six months before you are comfortable otherwise you're just drowning every step of the way. It's actually kind of I mean, terrible.
1: I mean they could be like Iowa and they just literally just enforce child labor laws or so they just let oh, 14, 15, 16 f- year olds start oh, working what, oh, what the what, fuck I didn't was mean, up with
0: that? I saw that and I, was, I, I I wasn't gonna bring it up. But kids play video games. You know games my ass too. is gone too. You Whoa, know it. <laughs> look, kids kids play video games too, goddammit. So let's talk about this. What the fuck is going on right now? Like- can, we, can, can, we, can we talk conspiracy theory for a second?
2: Go ahead. Put on uh, your shiny table. Yeah, yeah. This the, 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 is the, the, one that.
0: of those things where it's like your guess is as good as mine. Can, <laughs> make, that, make that hat shine, dude. What do we got? All right. it,
1: it, it's, it's, a very, it's a very out there theory, but if you really sit down and think about it, it actually kind of makes sense with how extreme some of these states are getting. Um, all the red states right now most of them, Tennessee, Florida, Iowa, are making these extremely just radical um, laws that are making people like pack up their shit and want to get out. Like people want to leave Florida, leave Tennessee, leave everywhere that has anything to do with red and get to a blue state as quickly as possible. But you look at the map, the majority of the states that are doing this are red. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a theory that there's a there's a bunch of these little very neo-conservative Christian groups trying to take control of at least 34 of the states by pushing people out into their that don't want to vote red. And once they get enough people to do that and they control at least 34 states on their own, they can literally walk in and change the constitution as they see fit.
3: Honestly,
2: that fits with another narrative I've been reading about that involves a very specific uh, religious sect mm-hmm. in the U S and uh, yeah, that actually does track and it's now even more horrifying.
1: It, it's the only, it's the only, For me right now, it's the only thing that really makes sense of how radical some of these things they are doing
2: are. Hold on just a second Cajun. What
0: were you going to say, Gret?
3: I was going to say for those that are listening, that might be 16 to 24 years old if you kind of find yourself in a rut and you want to get yourself into like a trade without having to pay for it, or if you find yourself needing to get like a GED for any reason, perhaps you've, you know, high school wasn't for you. I really do suggest, you know, instead of working your tail off at these minimum wage jobs, just go to try to see if you can get into Job Corps. Um, they actually will help you get your GED. They'll give you Like, research different schools. They'll actually put you on a bus or fast track you to, like, advanced programs or something. You could do anything from carpentry to automotives to, you know, phlebotomy to even business, you know, IT and stuff like that. And then on top of that, once you actually get your education through them, they'll actually uh, give you two years towards a, a college course. So, because certain schools actually have partnerships and who knows when they have those days where they have, um, you know, business leaders coming in to shout shadow your work and stuff like that. You might even find yourself a new home in a different state. You don't, you don't know what uh, doors you have open to you until you actually explore.
2: Good point. No, but don't
3: settle, you know, being 14 years old and working a minimum wage job when you can actually be like, I'm going into the working world with papers behind me. I'm worth more than just someone coming out of high school.
1: Yes, because you are a hundred percent and hundred and ten percent definitely worth more than these these idiots are making you think you are.
3: I'm still, that's why mm-hmm. when I I'm that's still, why when I go into grocery stores, I'm like, work for Amazon. They
0: pay more. I'm still <laughs> well. Well, you've also got the other parts about it too. I like here in Texas, um, if you're under the age of eighteen or not an adult. Uh, you can't work past 10 p.m. Um, you can't carry more than 20 hours. I know for the longest time you could get your driver's license at like 14 for with a hardship license because, you know, you're supporting your family and you get all kinds of extra exceptions and whatnot. I'm still trying to place why this was why this is such a big deal now in these other states and why it's being presented the way it's presented. I kind of want to do more research into what's going on, but. On the other hand, it's just like, bruh, dude, it's 20 fucking 23.
2: Because when you uh, cry and use fear of immigration and how immigrants are taking your jobs, blah, blah, blah. But nobody wants to do the work for the shitty amount they're being paid. uh, What do you do? Do you get kids to work? Because kids, you can't, kids can't complain. Kids are going to be absolutely exploited. Mm-hmm. they have minimal rights and they're going to have no recourse when it comes to abuses whether that's like abusing overtime whether that's actual like physical abuse or anything like that they're not going to have any means of protecting themselves at all No, but and I th- I'm pretty sure the people making these decisions already know that and they're counting on that
3: but I really like Job Corps because when I was going through like a toxic time in my family, even as like a 17 year old, it was my gateway to actually get away from it. You know, they had, you know, I only had my cell phone and they did have like a little computer room, but it was like a detox moment for me as far as like getting away, setting my boundaries and learning how to do my independence. I mean, yeah, sometimes we're a little bit tough over there, but, um, you know, being able to like just get away, get on that bus and load up and pack out or pack up and go. You know, there was something like, hey, I feel like I'm growing up right now and that's that's a thing. Like if you feel like you need some time like away from your family and you want to get independence or something, that could be a good way to get a breather.
1: Don't let these politicians preconceived notion of what you are put you in a box get out there and be who you're supposed to be
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah you're not just stuck in one one area I mean you, there's greater things out there if there's certain programs in California you can go out to it gives you a chance to actually get out and see a little bit of America especially with the different um, career paths that they actually have available there's a lot of stuff that they can actually offer you like my friend um, uh, ravenhall and world of warcraft he played a blood elf paladin and uh i actually suggested hey um if you're interested in this why don't you just do the automotive course and uh lo and behold he did that and he ended up going into the united states army afterwards and he's been successful ever since don't don't undervalue yourself just because you know they're giving you um you know just one option find a different path Beat on every door you can, but don't settle for anything that, um, you know, is below you.
0: Agreed. I dropped the link in chat for those that are interested that fit into that criteria. Um, if not, it's uh, jobcorps, jobcorps.gov, fairly simple to get to. And uh, yeah, it's, that's a solid advice grid.
3: Hey, I've been there in 2007. I can vouch for it. I mean, there's a little bit of homesickness, but there's there's glory in actually knowing that you can actually get free education or continued education somewhere else. They give you three chances of the GED, so steady, steady.
1: <laughs> but they do also
3: give you classes as well.
1: And then when, once you get that, you can definitely get in. You don't have to go to a full-blown. You can go to a community college and learn a, and learn a skill. Yes. Um. That That's what happened with me. I was working dead-end job um, on an up-and-coming old man trying to get into the digital world. Couldn't sell snake water to a freaking jackal and it just was going to pits and i had i totally missed all of that reference what (laughs) (laughs) we'll talk about later okay anyway (laughs) and i was i was at my i was at the lowest point in my life Uh, and lumi can attest with this he was doing his best to try to help me out and trying to get me educated to be a tech man like him but it just it wasn't clicking for me. I didn't know what I wanted. And I managed to find what appealed to me. And that was working in the medical field as a lab tech. And I went to a two-year two-year system uh here in Louisiana. And for the most part, I got a free ride because I got involved with the local, um, not the local, but the the school um politics, as it were. I was part of the I was the the treasurer for the committee. And they literally pay for like almost all of my schooling. So there's ways to get an education without having to fork over a lifetime's worth of debt. So don't think you there's not chances out there.
3: Yeah, like but like with a uh, Job Corps, when I got my GED, they automatically said, "Hey, we're gonna give you a three uh, two year ride to like college if you want it." So yeah, that's like I said, that's a route that you definitely can go. Get yourself degrees so they can pay you more. Like, well, really do not undervalue yourself. Opportunity, I'm though, sorry
0: for, like, it's... speaking my mind about it. Oh, no, no. It's, no, it's, it's good. It's, it's absolutely relevant. Like, we are here to help anybody that
1: we possibly can, ranging from advice for, for people like us who have gone down that trek and have clawed our way to where we are to wanting to help people with the Trevor Project. We are here as a voice in the void to help. So don't ever apologize mm-hmm. for standing up on that soapbox, girl. Like, you're what killing that.
3: What I really liked about Job Corps, though, Is I remember back in the day, uh, people actually, when they were entrepreneurs, actually making their own, you know, trying to make their own clothing brands or styles or whatever and promoting it, they did that there. Like, we had, like, our own little ecosystem and stuff like that. This one guy would design his own clothes and show it off and stuff like that, Uh, you know. And it's just, I like the community. I really did. Um, You know, some days were kind of rougher than others. You're a tolerance here and there, but, you know... We still went out, to, um, went on trips. And otherwise, I wouldn't even have had a prom. I ended up getting a second chance of actually having my own prom. So that was pretty good. Very
0: nice. Well, speaking of prom, Cajun, what do you got coming up this week?
1: How the hell did you segue prom into me?
2: <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I had You're to find pretty something. Pretty princess. I, I had to find something. I, I was like,
1: so pretty, so witty. <laughs> So. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. We're 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 up to three a nights uh, on our stream week now. We got Tuesdays through Thursdays. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays is uh, dedicated to all things Pokemon right now until uh, something changes. Uh, we're currently hunting the Guzzy in terms of a uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield because he is eluding me right now, and I'm That's, not I'm not happy about it.
0: That is the dirtiest name for Pokemon Guzlord. He's part yes. of the Pornhub crew. Yes, he is. And his
1: girlfriend and his girlfriend Faramosa will be soon after him as well.
3: Faramosa. <laughs>
1: yep. Um, so those are the two we're hunting. I'm, and then I will have, and one of the nights where I'm going to be finishing up a Pokemon card for the Miss Seraphina, uh, because Lumi uh, got us over the five sub goal count. Thank you for that, Lumi. And we're going to be finishing that artwork for, uh, for them to enjoy, and they can put it in a box somewhere. or They can they do whatever they want with it. It's, it's just for fun. It's it's a way for me to give back to the community. That's what I like to do in my own little way. And then on Wednesdays uh, is for jolly cooperation. Cool and right now me and Lumi are going to try to unga bunga our way through freaking Gloomhaven. It did not go well last week. Well,
0: I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. I thought it went great because. Entertainment wise, it was great.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, open up the door. It's not trapped.
0: It was one of those things where it was a. Uh, like uh, we've played video games before, let's just go ahead. We'll smash our face against it. And Serafina and Tox were both in the chat going, "They didn't do the tutorial." Oh God! Like <laughs> so. But the great, the greatest part of the night was like we, we
1: cleared the room and then I opened the door and there's like nine more enemies there and they're like that's not the last room either. I was like, "Huh? <laughs> I have two
0: cards."
3: <laughs> Burn them.
0: It was a, an amazing adventure, and I can't wait to try it again. Wednesday.
1: That's what we're going to be doing this Wednesday. So come on out and enjoy our
0: pain. <laughs> Indeed.
2: Barcode, what you got going on? Uh, currently bouncing Kerbals per usual, but I'm also tempted to start playing Postal 2 after almost 10 years. Uh, the it'll actually be let me figure find it here really quick. Uh, Postal two. Last time I played this was December twentieth, twenty twenty three or twenty thirteen I should say. So I'm almost tempted to leave it till December twentieth before I pick it up again. So it's a nice ten years since the last time I played it. We'll see.
3: It's like you and Stanley Parable, but like oh, yeah. edition.
2: Yeah, uh, the Stanley Purple, I've got till August 19th of this year to wait. So uh, August 20th of this year, I will be playing it for the first time in five years. So I'll get that achievement.
3: And then you have to do it for the next one. (laughs) Yeah, that'll
2: be another 10 years for that one. So the 20th will be a Sunday. I may actually wait till the 22nd so I can start it, start playing it at 11.59 p.m. the 21st. And run till uh, midnight on the 23rd. And that'll give me the other achievement for playing it the entire duration of a Tuesday. Yes, those are two achievements. Uh, those are
1: very specific achievements. <laughs>
2: absolutely. There's the 8881, which you have to click door. a button 888 times. And
3: there's yeah. someone knocking on that door or whatever.
2: Yeah, that one's that one's a gooder.
3: Yeah, especially when the the guy's like talking to you about it, like, "Oh, did I say that many times? I really meant this. Oh, I actually told you to go to this other door. Ho ho. It's it's weird."
2: Cool.
0: So achievements and potentially postal too. crit what's going on with you?
3: Just keeping it basic, working as usual, um, you know, usually off on Wednesdays, uh, probably going to finally, I think tomorrow I'm going to start my training for CPR, AED, and first aid, and then continue that, and then maybe segue into EMT stuff, and uh, I'm talking about real-life stuff, but... Um,
0: well, know, it's I'm important. Just... We're, we're all people, too, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean...
1: Except for him, he's a barcode. Yeah. Barcodes are people.
2: Ass. Yes. Maybe people Especially are barcodes. Especially when they flat
3: yeah. on the bottom of Dalaran Crater. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was uh, rather amusing.
3: Sorry. What about Lumi?
0: What about you, Lumi? Um, halfway between deciding if I'm going to do the podcast next week or not. Um, we'll see how I am. I've been ridiculously tired because of the added stuff that's been going on at work. So, I haven't had a lot of time for anything. Like I like I was streaming like almost 6 days a week for the last few weeks. And um if
3: you need if you need time off, just um, you know, take a break. I I mean, I took time off because I decided to work. It's like if you're you don't want to burn yourself out uh for sure you have to take care of number one obviously and if we need to take a a week off or whatever just for
1: mental
0: health
3: mental health or whatever whatever reason or just recovery i just say you know do it
0: i'm thinking about doing it uh like all the way as far as like um uh, whatever we had planned wednesday and whatnot cajun i'm actually probably going to do that too and use that as development time so that way i'm not constantly worried about managing my managing my time to get back to stream
1: oh sure that's absolutely fine dude i can i can
0: uh, get with something else no big deal Oh well, no i mean I'll, I'll still show up to your streams i'm just not going to stream if that makes any sense so keep your company yeah, yeah, yeah so so i think that's what's going to happen because i've been talking about finishing the website still haven't done it um there's some other improvements that i want to make i need to redo and do something interesting with the new poster that we have um and integrate that in with our current set and uh promotion and everything like that. So that's that's it's going to be a thing. I think taking a week to do that would probably help me, but I will announce that on Twitter if it's going to be a thing or not. For right now, count on it and I'll be there and I'm off. I'm still actually um celebrating my birthday weekend this weekend too, so I'm taking like a long weekend from like Friday to Tuesday. So I'm going to have plenty of time oh, to there do you all go. This stuff. Who yeah. knows?
3: Maybe in the future we can get something like a poster print so we can hang it up in our hallway, right, I mean. Yeah.
0: That Hell would be yes. that would be interesting. If we could find a place to source it, because we're we, we can do that. Uh she designed it to do that. If you ever looked at the actual pixel size of that uh, that image, it's it's yeah. poster sized. If it's worth it and there's a call for it, I would totally have those printed up in the posters. Like seriously.
1: I would definitely hang that bitch up in my computer room.
0: Yeah, or if you want to go make it into posters, you can. So, that you is in the UDP, bo- uh, the UDP cast.
3: Just have like a streamer corner. And have Cosmo right by the poster too. Oh
0: yeah. yes. Yeah, I get some ping action when
1: we get our, our little fluffies. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. That would be so cute. I would.
0: Oh. I would love to see a ping plushie uh, limited run. I really would. I was actually talking with Jalen on on his uh, his run with his plushies. And I don't think I'm going to go that route. And quite honestly, I just want the word out about our podcast and people to come listen and say hello and participate and just have a good time. So if it means not making any money off it, I'm okay with that because I want people to enjoy our presence. Uh, speaking of enjoying our presence, we've got to terminate our presence as far as like this recording is going. <coughs> so with that, we'll be back next week for episode 32, question mark, question mark, and question mark
3: but if it's not next week because he said, said you need some time uh, off or whatever. Uh,
0: I'll notify on Twitter if I'm going to cancel it. Okay. But uh, chances are count me in because I love the show. Aww. <laughs> it's my favorite thing on TV. <laughs> 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 so with that, goodbye everybody that's watching.
2: Bye-bye! And have Take a care, great care now. Start to your week.